the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg podcast. And now, it's the Coffee Stop with Jenny Green. So it's the Coffee Stop with me, Jenny Green. Today, welcome to a bunch of new people, not my usual sidekick, uh, Steve Saunders. Very happy to be joined by four of our current crop of what we now call the ASG Guardians, previously known in their last life as the Trek Troopers. But this year we were very lucky to welcome on board ASG to to sponsor these incredible guardian angels, as they have become known. So welcome to Marcus Pinar, Nadine Vasaki, Kiara DeSena, and Michael Hove. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely to have you in studio doing a little chat session with us over our cup of coffee. I think the, the main thing that I wanted to chat around a table with you guys is the bulk of our riders do their ride, they come over the line and they maybe they go and have a beer or a burger and then off they head home and they don't really see the back end of, of what you know the last couple of hours of this event entail. And so it's incredibly important for me to share the story of those riders and obviously your guys' story and why you guys would do this sort of thing. Like, give us, let, let's sort of start with some background, how many you've done, A, as a rider, and then B, as a as a guardian. I know some of you are returning, some of you are new. Kiara, this isn't your first year as a guardian. No, it's actually my third year. I've been very fortunate. Fabulous. Um, so, so how many ride Jobergs have you done, not as a guardian, just as a In as total. A yeah. So I've done 12 94.7s. And uh, I think I've always gone out there to kind of do my best, to beat my time, to race, you know, where you don't get the opportunity to stop at the watering mm. holes either. And uh, two years ago, we were given the opportunity, as, as you mentioned, the Trek Troopers. And uh, it was probably one of my favorite days on the bicycle. And it got me coming back basically every mm. year since then. And you do a and first it, lap yes, and then yeah. you come and do... So this year was the first year that we didn't do it. But the past two years, we did the first lap and then we came back and did the second <laughs> okay, lap. So, so. so stop the bus. <laughs> for everybody who doesn't really get yeah. that. That means you go out and you race the first lap. You go and do your 94.7 Ks in, I don't know, probably a sub three you would have to do it in. And then you come back... You change your kit, you have a little bit of a water top up, and That's off you it, go and again. Get some food and carry on. That's so you land up doing hundred. Yeah, yeah, we almost had two hundred k's the first year we did it. Um, I actually rode with Nadine who's here today as well, and uh, we did the first lap together. We raced it. We came back. We kind of refreshed a little bit we as much as we could. <laughs> yeah, give ourselves a little bit of a pep talk, and uh, off we went for the second lap. But I think you know it's a, it's a bit of a different experience. So once your legs kind of get over what you have just done, mm. um, I think it's just all mind that kicks in and the atmosphere and the camaraderie that kicks Mm. in and you don't feel that pain as much as what you might have before so yeah it's an incredible experience and i definitely will be back again if i have the opportunity brilliant and michael your this is your how many ride joburg and is it was your first time as a guardian yes so i've done this will be this was my fifth uh, 94.7 and my first as a guardian i think what stood out for me was when the invite came out was just to have a new experience so like you said, in the, my previous four years, you just ride, do mm. your own ride and leave. Mm. But, uh, you know, when you do two laps, you know, your first lap, you are competitive, you know, you want to get your time. Once you are done, you say, okay, I now need another lap to do, which you do. And my experience was a bit different as a guardian. Literally, I started from the back. So the target was three hours, which I failed to do. I got it in about 3.30. I had a choice either to forget about the guardian or to literally do the lap again, which I did. So literally, I started from the back when they'd wrapped up the finish, you know, the start mm. point, caught up with the guys at, uh, after about 20 Ks. 
then from there so you time trialed that first 20 yes. <laughs> so the first 20 was literally time trialing i was at no time to even drink the water uh you know the water station i just to, to ride as if it's 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 a proper race yeah. once i got to the guys the back of the guardians i now got used to the, the experience then yeah it's 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 but it was a, a um, an experience with with reliving again. Yeah. I mean, you you actually see the commentary, the assistance you give to the uh, the back the back runners. Mm-hmm. You know, when they are cut off, you know, you try to motivate them to say, "Come back stronger next year." And you you then appreciate what the role of the guardians are. Mm-hmm. It's not just about mm-hmm. making sure that people finish, but also encouraging those who don't make it mm-hmm. so that they come back stronger. So I think that's Marcus. I think this is your first one as as a guardian as well. What what makes you want to come and do that? Go and suffer for another lap, or even if it's your first lap, like I think if if you all have a look at me, um, I ain't <laughs> the lightest of the squad. Um, we'll have to send out some pics of that podcast. As, 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 as a buffalo at 127 kilos, um, and I've done 14 94.7s, um, and the last three I've done on a mountain bike, um, you kind of lose the value of, of a race like this. Because um, you get up, you get to the, to the start, you ride, you finish, you go home. Um, and this year, being an ASG Guardian, has totally opened up a complete new avenue for me in, in terms of how cycling should be. And as I said, as, as a big oak, <laughs> it, 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 it just showed me that the back markers at, at the back, mm. they're all big. Big like me, mountain bikes. <laughs> there's guys out there that should have thought that they should have stayed on the couch, but they they actually got up and they yeah. and they and they made it. I wanted to do something different. Um, I always like cycling at the back and helping people. That's oh. just I like what I do um, in real life. That that is uh, you know I'm I'm a helper. Mm. And when this opportunity came to be an age ASG guardian. It just, I, I never thought it was going to be like this. I thought it was going to be easy. Um, uh, it was easy, but taking flack from the guys that did the double lap was not easy. I, I could only muster one in the group because I could only muster the one. But it's definitely changed my whole view of, of cycling. And given the opportunity, I would grab it with both hands and do it again next year. I think I think that for me you've hit it, hit the nail on the head. It was only one lap for you, but it changed that lap for so many other people. For those people that you guys all helped, you've changed their you know their whole experience. And hopefully, they're loving the sport now. As you say, they're motivated to do better for next year and not get hit in the cutoff. To put in the little bit of extra, and they come back next year. I mean, that's at the end of the day, as cyclists, what we all want is more people riding bikes. Um, as the event, as the sport, as the industry, that's good for all of us. So it's 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 so incredible to hear people say, you know, that's that's for them what it all is all about. Because it's to me, it's a wonderful place to live when you've got people who are just wanting to help people out. And I think my personal kudos go to those who did the two laps because you're quite right. That's a huge, and they don't only do two laps; they go and race the first lap. So they go full taps for that first, and then come back and, as you say, gather yourself. And Nadine, how do you get to the finish after lap one? Go, okay, here we go. We're going to do this again. We're going to stop for all the punctures. We're going to push people. We're going to talk them through it. How do you motivate yourself to do that? Like to really like suck it up and 
go again. The, the racing is pressure. You know, you've got so much pressure on you, and it would be nice to have someone riding next to you, you know, mm. helping with your water if you've got a puncture, you know, sort of making you relax, motivating, a few jokes on the route. So I don't have that, but I can give that to other people. And so as a coach, I, I enjoy doing that because I, you, people look at you like you're their saving grace, mm. you know, just because you sorted out a little technical issue or you gave them something to eat along the route or a little bit of motivation. Like you say, they ask, how many more hills? You know, mm-hmm. how, how bad is this still going to be? And um, Let's be honest, how often do you lie? <laughs> no, but, I, yeah, so, but the nice thing is, you know, you say to them, just yeah. get through this and I'll see yeah. you just now, you know. Yeah. So they kind of just, know you it breaks them up for them Mentally, they think, okay, well, if I can just get through this little piece, I'm going to see another one of those guardians Mm. to help me out along the route. And people are so grateful. And I think, you know, people do lose their sense of humor when it's hot and it's been a long day Mm. and they obviously don't have a seating if they're in the back and they're newbies. Mm. And then you come along and you make a joke and, you know, people relax and, you know, let them stop along the route and it's not the end of the world or maybe stop uh, under the shade. And hopefully that makes people think, you know, maybe it's not as bad if you just change your attitude a little bit and, you know, take it a step at a time and enjoy the social aspect and the scenery. I suppose it's like everything, you know, if you break it down into bite-sized chunks and and eat it as as slowly as you need to to get through it, then I suppose it is is a lot easier. I think a lot of the time the newbies get so overwhelmed with the magnitude of what's happened and I think, as you say, that vibe en route and there's people all around and they get completely freaked out and, you know, I think that creates a whole level of pressure for them that is really quite difficult to deal with. Kira, how soon into the race of of the lap were you now dealing with punctures, with chains off let's make people understand i know the answer but i'm asking you how quickly does it start going pear shaped i think it starts from the moment they get out their car to be honest with you (laughs) and um (laughs) you speak to the mechanics at the start of the race and a lot of them sometimes the guys bring bikes that haven't even been built you know they've never ridden it (laughs) and they've brought their bike and they're now you know ready to ride and um a lot of the other guys where i think like as has been mentioned as well today is you know it was a drunken bet that they would do the 94.7 or they promised their brother sister's cousin and they borrowed their neighbor's sister's brother's dog's bicycle and you know they got there in the morning and they had flat tires and their chains weren't lubed I mean some of them were so rusted it was that bad so the mechanicals for us I mean it started on the start line Uh, and then it basically carried on right through the day so you'd see in the beginning you've got the bikes that don't really work so well Mm. and the guys do struggle so as guardians I mean we really tried to help as many people as we could Mm. unfortunately we couldn't help everyone but uh, we did try and make a difference where we could and then along route you'd find you get like the genuine guys that you know they've put in the training for this they don't know really what to expect but Mm. they have put in the training and um, shame they've had three punctures and they've only brought two tubes so you know there's a lot of that on the route as well but fortunately from the organization side I mean there's mechanics at every single watering point there's um, the sweeping I think there were the motorbikes that were also helping Mm. with the mechanics so I mean there was support from us the ASG guardians there was support from the organizers so it was just it was an ongoing basically Mm. process. It just highlights the the importance though I mean Often we sort of get um, abuse that we don't do enough for riders and things, but it, there's, su- there's such a big onus on the individual to make sure that their bike is in a proper working order. You know, it's not that, that doesn't mean taking it off the wall the day before and, you know, grabbing the brakes to make sure that they work. You need to be servicing, you know, checking chains, checking tires that they haven't perished in the year since you last rode or, you know, those sorts of things. So there's only so much you can do as a guardian as well. You can't guardian angel some tires into existence. But, um, Michael, tell me, did you have any 
out of the ordinary stories once you're time trial to these back enders, <laughs> did you have anybody did you have anyone that stood out for you? So I actually had two. But the first one is a bit ironic. So you'd find on the day before when we did the teacher ride, mm. I was fortunate enough to cycle with Kutle Matolini. Yes. And we cycled yeah. all the way, uh, the, 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 the 40K. And in a way, for me, that was uh, my experience in terms of trying to help someone, you know, calming his nerves, you know, giving the little experience that I had. Then on the actual day, there were a couple of, of, of riders who I, I, I enjoyed helping. Especially along Yansmats, uh, you know, as we get to to Hyde Park, you know, it's a brutal hill. It's a long <laughs> climb. And True story. <laughs> you would get people saying, I'm finished. You know, can you just push me? Can you? But obviously when you push, the keys is what I learned is you have to <laughs> say to their pedal. You know, uh, Everyone's laughing because yes, they've all yes, had the same experience. Yes. So, so, so for me, as a guardian, it was something new to me, you know, helping a lot of people that hill you are doing double the work because you are also concentrating on your bike but also pushing someone and you know because they are tired there will be less pedaling mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it was it was an it was an experience and when you cut off people at Kailami you know that was also another experience you know Kailami is a bit brutal and telling people to say I think you know you'd just rather not do Kailami so that you just have an opportunity to finish that was an experience as well you know to, mm. to assist the other riders as well yeah, so at Jan Smuts, where we turn, we'll go through town, we actually then cut people short there as a as a heat plan, sort of plan B. And our second one is at Kailami. So instead of people turning left and going onto the track, doing the full loop and coming off, we then just cut them short. So obviously for us, we want to keep people riding for as long as we can. So hence all of these things that we put into place. So I would rather be cutting people a little bit short and they do slightly less distance, but they actually have the joy of riding over the finish lines. Um, an interesting story that we had, um, one of our medical incidents was actually brought to our attention by a guardian. I don't know the person's name. I actually need to put it on the group and ask who it was. But we had a lady got off her bike. She said, oh, look, I need to just take a breather. I'm feeling a bit weird. And, and the guardian took her pulse and said, no, no, listen, your pulse is racing. Something's not nice. And we need to go and see a medical. And without giving too much away, basically foiled a minor heart attack for this person. So we don't, I think, as seasoned riders, we don't really understand the difference between, some, certainly sometimes, between somebody going, geez, I'm knackered because I've just climbed a hill versus you're having a heart attack. And it's so important for those sort of interactions for people to go, actually, this is a bit more than that. So all around, our, our guardian angels really were quite integral in keeping the back end together and finishing and riding through. Marcus or Nadine or Kiara, did you guys have any standout special kind of things that happened along the way for you? I must say that Michael mentioned people saying, I'm done. Mm. It's over. And it's amazing when you shout, the cutoff bus is very near you. (laughs) How many people get that second wind, hop on their bikes, pick up pace? I did push quite a few people. I don't have the biceps that Marcus has. But, you know, so I do feel like I do a little bit left hand, right hand, and then I need a bit of recovery. But um, verbally, I I did my bit (laughs) in terms of getting people back on the bike. Marcus, for you, being in the very nice, bright ASG Guardians jersey, did people comment? Did they pat you on the back? 
Did they? Was there any interaction with people? Had they just did they sort of put one and one together and got three? Or I, th- I think um, being so brightly visible because <laughs> those brightly luminous yellow uh, shirts from ASG and helmets and those and helmets and, and we those saw you coming very, a mile away. <laughs> those very comfortable socks. Um, lost one. See if you can find oh. another one. <laughs> Anybody um, finds a bright luminous a spare, ASG a guardian one, sock? Uh, I'm willing to to take it off your hand. Um, but I, th- I think with us riding at the back, the first 5Ks, I must tell you this, from the start to the end of Stain City took me 47 minutes. Sure. Um, there were seven punches. There was two crashes. There was a cell phone that went all over the place. And this is in 5Ks. <laughs> um, and I think that's where a lot of the people saw who we are as ASG Guardians. Mm. And what we do, because at the beginning is, no, no, fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Then all of a sudden she says, Almost but, too proud to take the yes, yeah. so, but you are battling, did you bring a tube? No, I didn't. Well, you know I what? Have one. <laughs> Here's one for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I need to pay? No, don't worry about it. Just finish the race. Because mm. you can see this oak is, he can race, mm. but he came completely unprepared because he thought his bike was prim and proper. He was just going to nail it. And then he starts riding it and two Ks into the race flat tire and that's it his race is out and and i think from there on they they experienced what we could offer to these riders and then they would race right past you and then then come back and say hey yeah what you did with this guy down there thanks very much you know it's, it's a mate of mine he would not have had the time to get back to us as a group so i think what what the asg guardians did being so visible it gave the guys a little bit of a how can I say it? It relaxed them a bit to know that there's somebody behind them and, and somebody that will mm. catch them and say, listen, yeah, we're there to catch you if you fall. Mm. Um, I remember there was two ladies from a very popular coffee brand, that uh, <laughs> green coffee brand. And uh, those two ladies, they, they were chasing each other at a snail speed. <laughs> Because then the one was walking and then the other one was walking and then riding. Playing tag. They were playing tag. (laughs) And this one just said to me, I cannot do this anymore. They're going to laugh at me at the office. Oh, shame. (laughs) And I said to her, we will not make that happen. I pushed her up the first, call it seven hills or something. I don't know what. I stopped count. After she went into uh, Kailamian, she had the opportunity to miss it. Mm. But she wanted to do it. And I said, you know what? If that's what you want to do, we still have a bus as far away. Mm. Let's go for it. And look, it, it was tough for both of them. Yeah. Mineshaft wasn't as easy as what everybody thought. <laughs> Never is. <laughs> <laughs> but but they, they finished. Mm. And they went back to the office on Monday. Having done something And amazing. they laughed at the people in the office. And, and that to me is what the ASG mm. guardians mm. do is mm. in the pain help people to laugh yeah definitely i think if i remember back to the stats from the day i think we swept less people this year than we have for a good couple of years so obviously as i keep saying we don't want people to be stopped it's not in in their interest in our interest to put people in a bus and, and get them home obviously we do it for safety reasons but where we can we try and keep people riding but this year we seem to get a lot of that right it wasn't as hot as it was predicted to be and it as it had been in the week so i think all of those things sort of contributed as well but the other thing is on the finish line 
we as an organization bring everybody down to the finish line for the last hour and we basically clap home the last riders for that last half an hour and we track that last group and we bring them over the line as a as an organization so between ourselves as hsp and um, 947 and discovery we all literally on the line getting everyone home and part of that is we put a procession in place which is a collection of all the different agencies en route and their resources we sort of make convoys and we basically have a finish line parade of which all of you guys group together get the last lot in front of you through and then you ride through as a bunch and I think that had people in tears on the finish line this year literally if you've never been there and you'd like to see it I think that live stream link is still sitting on the home page as a finish line sort of kind of vibe um, it just kind of gives some indication to people of what resources are actually on the road in terms of our sweep team and net care and off-road rescue and think bike and obviously you guys so collectively without those people we don't get 23,000 20, nearly 24,000 people home safely like we did this year so I think that's a sort of a good way to end the chat and and as a good thank you to you all for some of you continued returning to help us and help everybody back, our newbies who hopefully will have back. The one thing we didn't really chat about is the newbies, how you heard about it and what made you put your hand up and say, I want to be counted. We kind of talked about that, but how did you hear about it? I think for me, is, um, I found it on, on Facebook and I, I actually um, applied or tried out last year and it went on death ears. And I thought, Ugh, you know what, this big oak doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> Then this year it popped up again, and I said, "Ah, oh, you know what? Let's just give it a go. I mean, I've got nothing to lose." Sure. And uh, yeah, not long after that, it just came an email, and uh, had a bit of tears in my eyes, to be <laughs> honest, because I had an idea as to what an ASG guardian would be. <laughs> Never fully understood it up until I did it, um, but I had an idea, and I thought, you know what? What better way for me? The race is full of people that's riding for a purpose. And uh, that would be my purpose to help other people oh, I love cross the line. I love that your purpose thing. I purpose. think that's our new tagline for the ASG Guardians. <laughs> our purpose is your purpose. That sums it up perfectly. Mm. And, and, and given the opportunity, I, hope I would like to sit on the right-hand side of the hall next time <laughs> as, as a recurring, uh, you know, not a newbie. Oh, so, um, so, so what Marcus is referring to when we did our briefing, <laughs> to keep it fun, we had the newbies on the one side and the, the seasoned pros on the other side. So we had, we had a little bit of separation, one degree <laughs> of separation. And Michael, for you, how I did you hear about it? Similar to Marcus, I saw a link on Facebook and casually just said, no, let me just apply, uh, but I'm not, I'm not a, a speedster, so I'll see. So when the email came through that I was selected, it actually added more pressure because I was saying to myself, okay, so I enjoy my normal ride. How am I going to do two rides? So basically I had to train more and think about what I want the day to be. So it was no longer just about doing the first ride. It was now about how I cope in terms of doing the lap twice. Mm. And that somehow changed my view on the race. It was no longer just about enjoying the first lap, but also about thinking how am I going to help other mm. cyclists. And like you said, what struck me was the procession at the end. So in my previous four years, I had never seen it. It was an emotional experience. You actually appreciate the 
coordination which goes through. I mean, you talked about the, the NetCare, the, the, the JMPD, all the people involved, and you actually say this is quite amazing. You know, it's not just us, the guardians who are involved. It's not just the sponsorship. Mm. There's a lot of coordination which involves. Massive team yeah. effort. So, I mean, and given the opportunity, I wouldn't mind being a guardian again. I think it sums it up really nicely from the pair of you. Um, suddenly the race isn't just about you anymore. And I think so often as cyclists, we can get a bit selfish because it is about us really and beating our personal best. And I don't think it's just riders. I think it's runners are the same. You know, you constantly want to do better and be better. And it's me, 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 me. And this is just a whole other way of saying it's not only about me. So thank you everybody for joining us. It is wonderful to share stories. We'll add some pics to our little article that we put out of the podcast and showcase some of what went on on the day. And entries are opening in early January next year for the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg. And not long after that, we'll probably start opening applications for ASG Guardians again. I have it on some good authority that ASG will be supporting us next year as well. So Can thank we you to them. Next year? Yes, I think we should put in a special request to, to ASG to, to make us custom made wings. Yeah, definitely for the buffalo. Well, some can get horns and some can get wings. But um, thank you to ASG. Um, incredible to ride in the quality of, of kit that we were able to give you guys. Yeah, I must say um, it was very nice. It's yeah. very cool in the hot yeah. weather. Yeah. Made in Italy and, and really incredible fabrics and uh, well thought out. Um, and I think those helmets will get worn. I saw some pictures going around that people are still riding in their Guardians jersey. So if you see one of the Guardians out on the road and they're in their jersey, pat them on the back. They've done some good stuff. Thank you guys again. And uh, we'll see you next year. Thanks. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cool. Thanks for listening to the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review it on your favorite podcast app. Livepodcasts.fm.